Hello and welcome to Adam Analyzes. My name is Adam and I'll be your host. One of the most fun things about films and even music and video games, and if we're thinking of it in the same manner because it's all entertainment, is that we often get new ways to experience those things that we're familiar with. If we're looking at films specifically, we're always getting those remastered versions. They're always using new technology to make us experience films in that new way. A popular thing within the last maybe 15 maybe 20 years by now. I don't even know if it's been that long. But they started doing those 3D conversions of older films. One of the best 3D conversions that I've ever seen was James Cameron's Titanic. It looked absolutely fantastic in 3D and it was a unique experience. Thankfully I do have the 3D Blu-ray of that, so I can experience it at home if I choose to do so. I know that Titanic is often made fun of for being a love story and being a little bit on the cheesy side, but it is a film that I enjoy. If you can't enjoy it from the story perspective, maybe you can enjoy it from the filmmaking perspective as that movie still looks great to this day. Sadly, 3D films have kind of fallen out of favor. They're a little bit few and far between. Most of them are not shot in 3D and are simply conversions. We all know the story of why 3D failed. Mostly because people were tired of the gimmick. A lot of the films that they were releasing in 3D had no business being in 3D. They were also cheap and dirty conversions. That was the term that was thrown around. Mostly because a lot of people weren't seeing that they were getting any value for their money. They weren't getting that brand new things popping out, added depth to the image. Hollywood saw they could make money off of it, and they kind of cannibalized it. And that brings us to tonight's film, which possibly could have been an unnecessary 3D conversion. I was very on the fence about it, but considering I've never experienced this one on the big screen, why not see it in 3D? So here we go, it's time to announce the movie. Starring Roy Scheider, Robert Shaw, Richard Dreyfuss, and Lorraine Gary. This is the 1975 Steven Spielberg-directed classic, Jaws. I'm pretty sure everyone knows the story of Jaws by now. It's one of those popular films that, even if you don't like suspense or horror films, you've probably seen it. Roy Scheider plays Brody, who is the new police chief in town, and unfortunately for him, a shark is wreaking havoc. This shark is attacking and eating people, and they find out it is a great white. It's not just a great white, it is a massive great white shark. Brody calls in shark expert Hooper to figure out how in the world they can stop this shark from eating Amity Island's residents. They decide the best course of action is to go on a shark hunt, and that's where Quint, played by Robert Shaw, comes into play. So as we see here, the plot's pretty simple for Jaws. There's other elements I didn't mention in my plot synopsis there such as the mayor not wanting to shut down the beach because it's a summer town. This is when they're going to make most of their money. It could spell economic collapse for Amity Island if they were to shut down the beach. And I guess if we're thinking of events that have happened in the last couple of years, maybe Jaws is still pretty relevant to today. But of course, that's a reach. That's also a conversation and a topic that I'm not going to be having on this podcast. As outside of a few episodes where it was an actual plot point of the film, I try to not incorporate any kind of politics into 
my podcast as we all have different opinions about things. It was just something that occurred to me when I was watching this in the theater that, well, is it really better to risk the possible unnecessary deaths or is it better to risk economic collapse? One of the big things about Jaws is that it was never one of my absolute favorite films. I like the movie, I enjoy the movie, I recognize it as being a great movie, but it somehow never caught me the way it did other viewers, and that's okay. I really do legitimately like this movie. It's just not an absolute favorite of mine. You actually always hear about Jaws being scary and suspenseful. It made everyone scared to go into the water. One of the things that you don't hear often about the film is how funny it actually is. And I'm not talking about some of the cheesy shark effects. Some of the dialogue is actually pretty hilarious in this movie. I never really realized how many jokes and how some of it is pretty lighthearted. I believe that was probably a conscious effort of Spielberg to keep that stuff in to give us those moments of comedic relief, even though a lot of those appear earlier in the film and don't really appear later. But there really is a good balance between the scary moments, even though today they're pretty tame, along with the humor as well as the drama. I really do have to applaud Spielberg on being able to just balance this all in a summer blockbuster. We don't really get that feeling anymore in the summer blockbusters. Jaws definitely has a heart and life amongst its various characters. If we're going to touch on the acting, Roy Scheider is absolutely amazing in this film. This is his role. This is the role that he was always remembered for. The picture that's painted of Brody is somebody that is just trying to do the right thing, along with him being scared of the water. But by the end of the movie, he winds up being a badass and has one of the best lines in cinema history with Smile, you son of a That line right there is truly awesome and it's an epic way to end the film. Jaws isn't just a movie that is about Roy Scheider's Brody character. We also get two other fun characters that are a part of the shark hunting team. We have Richard Dreyfuss as Hooper, who never outstays his welcome. We also have Robert Shaw's Quint, who has some of the best lines in the film as well. It's all the more sad that some of the breakdown moments where there's moments of seriousness between all three men, that we know as the audience that they're probably not all going to make it. Jaws is also a film that shows a little bit of the nastier side of Spielberg with some of his more gorier inclinations that really don't make their appearance too often. Jaws is somewhat of a bloody film. It never reaches beyond its PG rating. Of course, this is before the PG-13, but there are moments where it's pretty surprisingly gory. And also, he kills a kid. There's been a lot of comments over the years that Jaws is a film that has a bad-looking shark. The shark is only bad when they blatantly show it at the end of the movie. Other than that, me personally, I feel like the special effects do hold up pretty well, even at the end, where we can obviously tell that it is a fake shark. The fact that they were able to achieve this in 1975 to at least make it somewhat believable, and believable at the time, is a pretty amazing feat. So now with this theater re-release of Jaws, it's now in 3D. Is it actually worthwhile seeing in 3D? I would say yes. This provided a pretty interesting perspective of the film. We don't really get a whole lot of things jumping out at you, but what it does is increase the depth of everything on screen. 
I actually enjoy 3D films where we get more of that perspective stuff where it looks like we could just reach in or step into the screen. It's a fascinating way to view a film and it really does complement the film well. It was actually impressive to me that the entire film was actually in legitimate 3D. There was only maybe one or two shots that really didn't look good and didn't really have that same depth that the entire film had, but what they were able to accomplish on this post-conversion, I was definitely not disappointed in seeing Jaws in 3D. As we know, Jaws already had a 3D film with Jaws 3, also known as Jaws 3D, which I have seen in 3D because I have a 3D TV, and it was a hidden feature on the Blu-ray release of that film. It is a bad movie, I enjoy it, but I recognize it as being a bad movie. The 3D effects are actually a lot of fun. We get a lot of things popping out at us in Jaws 3. In Jaws, well, everything here is tastefully done. It doesn't have that cheesiness, things popping out at you, mostly because the movie wasn't filmed in that manner. Could they have maybe done that? I don't know. But what's here in the 3D version of Jaws, it totally works, and it works well. For me, I think it's probably one of the best post-conversions I have ever seen. It's up there with Titanic, where it shows that the company that did that, they really took the time to make sure that it was a worthwhile viewing experience for us. I honestly am always leery on these post-conversions, because I have seen some truly bad ones. I actually have a 3D version of Dune from Germany, the David Lynch Dune film from 1984, and it doesn't look very good at all, mostly because you can't really see a lot of depth in the film, and it doesn't really work. They didn't do a good job on the post-conversion. That's not the case with Jaws and Titanic. The ideal way to probably still view those films is in standard two dimensions, but it's not to say that the 3D effect on those movies isn't a lot of fun to watch. For me, it's always nice to see those things from a different view or a different way to see the movie. I personally am glad that I have those options. If you're a viewer that doesn't like 3D, this probably won't change your opinion on any of it. Sure, 3D is nothing but a gimmick. I'm going to give you that one. But it can be a lot of fun, so at least it's a fun gimmick. Also, it's a great way to experience a film that I consider to be Prime Spielberg. I'm going to close out tonight's episode. As a reminder, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Adam underscore analyzes. If you don't do the whole social media thing, you can drop me an email at adamanalyzespodcast at gmail.com. And if you need to catch up on past episodes, you can do so at adamanalyzes.com. If you're enjoying my podcast, why not tell a friend about it? Tell two friends for that matter. Or if you have a free moment, I would greatly appreciate if you would leave a five-star rating at the podcast listening platform of your choice as it'll allow me to reach new listeners as well as continue to create new content. But with that being said, be kind and good night.